Welcome to this science podcast by Adiseo. Hello, I'm Keith Klarman here with Dr. Dan Lucchini from Adiseo. We're visiting with Tess Stahl, a graduate student at the University of New Hampshire. Tess, please take a minute to tell us about the focus of the research that you shared during the 2021 annual meeting of the American Dairy Science Association. Of course. So research done in 2017 at the University of New Hampshire was the basis for this research. Both my advisor and PI, Peter Erickson, and his graduate student at the time, Emily Rice, fed sodium butyrate in the diets of post-weaned heifers. And at that time, most of the sodium butyrate work was in pre-weaned calves, both in milk and in starter. So when they conducted the experiment with post-weaned heifers, they found that sodium butyrate resulted in increased body weight, a tendency for improved feed efficiency, and a reduction in the presence of coccidian oocysts. With these data, Pete then thought about how their results could be compared to ionophores in terms of reduction in coccidia, as well as older data for ionophores that shows feed efficiency and increased body weight responses. So that led to my experiment. If sodium butyrate was comparable to menensin for the growth, performance, and health of post-weaned heifers. Basically, we wanted to compare the additives to no additives at all, or the control, compared the additives to each other, and see if there was any improved effect when they were fed together or the combination diet. Thank you, Tess. And what did you find? Uh, can you summarize the uh, highlights of your trial? Sure, so some highlights are the responses seen in body weight and reduction of coccidia present in feces. Compared to control, any additive tended to increase average and final body weight. Any additive also decreased the number of coccidian oocysts present in feces, and on a number of coccidia per kilogram of feces basis, those numbers for control were 1,248.9, for sodium butyrate, 679.9, for menensin, 762.5, and for the combination, 781.8. Any additive also reduced the incident rate, which we determined as the percent of weeks where coccidian oocysts were present in any heifer. Finally, it is worth noting that we did see that any additive increased dry matter intake, but overall, additive supplementation offered positive results in growth performance and improvement in overall health. Very nice. Thank you, Tess. Uh, very good work and detailed explanations. Now, as the PI uh, from 30,000 feet, how do you interpret these uh, uh, good results that you've got out of your trial? So for body weight, our results were consistent with findings from previous studies on the positive impact additives have on post-weaned heifers. To discuss the increase in dry matter intake seen in heifers fed any additive, it was actually contradictory to previous research, where menensin-supplemented animals are expected to decrease dry matter intake, and sodium butyrate-supplemented animals are expected to show no difference. But on this trial for the sodium butyrate, we thought we may be able to attribute the increase in dry matter intake to the increased sodium provided in the diet. Research from Dr. Murphy and colleagues in 1983 showed that calves would drink at least 54 additional milliliters of water for each additional gram of sodium. So increased sodium consumption leads to an increase in water consumption, increased rate of passage, and thus increased dry matter intake. And also, dry matter intake is related to water intake in calves because they require four times more water than feed on a dry matter basis. In my article in the journal Dairy Science, 
I did a calculation for estimated average sodium provided to heifers and an estimate of increased water consumption that may have occurred. One thing I wish we could have done in this experiment was measure water intake, but that could not be done due to the limitations of the facility. And finally, let's discuss the results seen here for the reduction in coccidia in response to sodium butyrate. Since the product is unprotected, sodium will dissociate from butyrate in the rumen and pass to the lower gastrointestinal tract. And due to this, increased sodium in the intestines could then disrupt the sodium-potassium ATPase to pump excess sodium ions out of the sporozyte stage of the coccidia and destroy them before they have a chance to reproduce. And alternatively, it is known that butyrate can affect the epithelial tissue of the intestines. And since coccidiosis is known to cause inflammation and damage to the tissues, sodium butyrate may be able to reduce inflammation and repair the tissues from damage by increasing cell proliferation. So the thought here is that sodium butyrate is soluble and even some unprotected sodium butyrate can flow with the fluid phase out of the rumen to then aid in repairing the intestines. Well, thank you, uh, Test. Very detailed information and uh, well thought uh, ideas. So uh, it looks like there are some questions to be answered. If you were to run a follow-up trial to show the effect of feeding sodium butyrate to growing heifers, uh, what would you be looking for? Well, this trial left me with a big question on how exactly the sodium butyrate affects these coccidia. Does it just affect the protozoa themselves? Or like I said, does it affect the epithelial tissue in the intestines? And here at UNH, we're actually conducting an in vitro trial it just started. It is to grow these protozoa and then do some cell culture work and look at these known coccidiostats as well as pure butyric acid and the sodium butyrate product to see if and how these products affect the protozoan cells themselves. Thank you, Tess. Your well-planned methodology and thoroughly conducted research nicely adds to our understanding of heifer diets and calf management. To me, Dan, the next question, one for you and me, is what do they mean for our dairy nutritionists and our calf raisers? Well, uh, obviously, uh, Tess did a really good job and looks like uh, sodium butyrate elicited a well-beneficial effects to reduce the uh, fecal coccidia number or, or, or they reduce the coccidosis incidence. Uh, obviously, the question that remains to be answered now, as Tess nicely described it, it is an effect, it, it, we need to know if it is an effect of a disruption in the intestinal sodium ATP, uh, sodium potassium ATPase pump or is it due to a better gut health? So like any good research, uh, this, uh, this one really generated good questions, but also I think it showed uh, show clearly that feeding sodium butylate, it is an alternative or maybe an alternative way to help the growing heifers against coccidiosis. I agree, Dan. I think it's a, a great added solution uh, in our portfolio to address uh, the building of a, a good solid infrastructure in this young ruminant uh, as we uh, look to uh, producing uh, the future cow. For a closer look at Tess's timely abstract, be sure to visit adaceo.com and look in the ruminant section. Thank you. This concludes this science podcast by Adaceo. 